When you're out walking, it is important to stay hydrated, and it's important to have water that is healthy that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my AquaTrue water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com. Enter the code WALKING when you check out. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Life is busy. And sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at FactorMeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini, and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code WALKING50 at factormeals.com slash WALKING50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Today I'm going to encourage you to park in the back of the lot, but not for the reason you might expect. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I've been walking for fitness since 2013, averaging about 21,000 steps a day. I'm walking right now, and I would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. It is a beautiful morning in South Carolina. It's kind of got this weird mix. If I look straight up, I see clear sky and stars. It's still pre-sunrise. This time next week, not so much. But right now, it's still early enough that the sky is dark and I can see the stars. But if I look along the horizon, it's foggy. There's this thick ground fog. So there's this eerie mix of clear skies and ground fog that really is kind of beautiful. Temperature, mild, probably normal, maybe even a little bit above normal. So here we are in early November, and I'm still rocking the shorts, but I am wearing a hoodie for some comfort. So a couple of days ago, I gave you the backstory of this podcast, and initially it was going to be a daily 10-minute podcast, which it is, but it was going to be scripted, and it was going to be all about helping listeners 
think outside the box and look for ways to get more steps, to walk more. And it was going to be titled More Steps with Dave. How's that for creativity? And when I was thinking through the idea of the podcast, I promised myself that I would never, never devote an episode to recommending that you park in the back of the parking lot. Because to me, that just felt very cliche. You know, early in the days, as the Fitbit was beginning to gain popularity, the Apple Watch was also available to track steps. There were quite a few articles about walking for fitness and how you could walk more. And usually, idea number one is park in the back of the lot. I actually did that once and just tracked how many steps it took to go from the very furthest parking space to the front door. And of course, with each parking lot, it's going to be a little bit different. But this was our neighborhood grocery store, so it's the parking lot that I'm in most. And it was like, all right, so how many more steps can I actually get if I park in the very farthest spot? And it was all of 245. And it was like, well, I mean, it's not nothing, but it wasn't nearly as many as I as I thought. And it certainly is not worthy of, you can get so many more steps if you park in the back of the lot. So that's not what today's episode is about. It's not about getting more steps. It's not about even improving your fitness capacity by parking in the back of the lot. After I promised myself I would never do an episode about this, I've since come to see that Parking in the back of the parking lot actually is far more about mindset than it is about fitness. Now, before I go any further, I recognize that for some, parking in the back of a parking lot both feels and is unsafe. And so if there is a safety concern, please, you park as close to the door as you possibly can. This is not for you. But if it is safe and it feels safe, I want to recommend that you begin parking in the back of the lot to start shifting your mindset. I'm not sure when it started, why it started, but I am pretty convinced that this is pervasive. That as a culture, we look for ways to move less. And that's one of the reasons why we park in the front of the parking lot. Forget safety. It's simply, it's the shortest distance between the car and the front door. I don't want to walk any more than I have to. So I'm going to park in the front of the lot. And how many other times do we do that in life? Looking for ways to move as little as possible. Well, parking in the back of the lot begins to shift that mindset from moving less to looking for opportunities to move more. Seven years ago, I took a trip to Italy as part of a group, and there was an awful lot of walking. And I'm sure this is common for most of these types of trips. I don't know what each person went through in terms of making the decision to go, But I have to believe that for some, if not many, they had to do that internal calculus of there's going to be an awful lot of walking here. And certainly each person who was there made the decision to to go. But how many others thought through all of that and said, 
nope, too much walking. Now, of course, part of that is fitness capacity. You just aren't capable of walking. But I would also imagine that for some, it's more of a mindset. They're far more used to looking for ways to walk less, to move less, and not used to looking for opportunities to move more. And this trip certainly was an opportunity to walk a whole lot more. We were in Rome for a few days, and we went to the Vatican. And that was the morning part of the tour in the afternoon. We essentially could go do whatever we wanted. And the bus would be leaving to go back to the hotel at like 2 in the afternoon, 3 in the afternoon. So we finished up the Vatican. Tour guide said, go do this. You can do that. And the bus will leave at 3. Just make sure you're back here. And I thought, you know... We're three miles from the hotel. Here's an opportunity to see a part of Rome that's not included in the tour. So I told the tour guide, I said, I will not be on the bus. I'm going to walk back to the hotel. So don't wait for me. And I walked along the Tiber River three miles. Not a, not a super long walk for me. But it was that mindset of looking for opportunities to walk as opposed to how can I walk less. And every time you park in the back of the lot, you're, you're helping to shift that thinking. You're helping to shift that mindset. And there's also a really practical reason to get used to parking in the back. It actually makes parking a whole lot easier and a whole lot cheaper because everybody is competing for the closest spaces. There's plenty of spaces in the back. You'll never be lacking for parking if you automatically go to the back of the lot. And it also, at times, will lower your parking cost dramatically. A few years ago, I saw U2 in concert. It was part of their Joshua Tree tour. They were at FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland, Largo, Maryland. And it was an outdoor concert. It was in June. And I was like, I'm going to go to that concert. But I waited until the last moment to buy my ticket on StubHub because it was a stadium. I didn't want to spend a bunch of money for a ticket and then have the entire concert done in a storm or in rain. I just wasn't wasn't feeling that. So the day of the concert, early that afternoon, went on StubHub bought a ticket, and then started considering where I was going to park. And they had parking passes, 80 bucks for the closest parking, $60 for the next level. And I'm like, no, there's just no way. And I found a mile from the stadium, uh, one of the metro stops. And you can pay $5 to park in the parking lot. It was like, okay, that works. And so drove to the uh, stadium, drove into that metro lot, paid my five bucks, and I had a mile walk from the parking lot to the stadium, which was not a problem. In fact, it became part of the experience. And I particularly enjoyed walking past all these cars who were in this long backup to get into the parking lots closest to the stadium and thinking, you all paid 80 bucks, I paid five bucks. <laughs> So if it is safe, start looking for those spaces in the back of the parking lot. Start shifting that mindset from moving less to 
I want to walk more. I want to look for opportunities to move more. Will this increase your fitness capacity? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but that's really not what it's about. It's far more about shifting the mindset. Thanks for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, hope you have a great day.